Welcome to the Enchanted Ears Podcast. Where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. And I'm Joe. And on today's episode, we're heading to Germany. Now, you may be asking, why Germany? There's no Disney park in Germany. (laughs) No, there's not. And I will say, are you sure about that? Because I'm pretty sure there is a Disney park in Germany. Uh, Okay. And I want the listeners to let me know. Listen to the whole episode. And then let me know, because I think you all agree with me, that there's a Disney park in Germany. I mean, I see where you're coming from here. And I think that that is a very good hook that you've got going there. Thank you. I believe it, though. 100% believe it. (laughs) But before we get into that, we're going to cover the Disney news of the week. So the new, not new, but the newly renovated Disneyland Hotel reopened at Disneyland Paris this past week. It's actually the resort's first five-star hotel. Um, which I didn't know because I thought like all of their hotels there are like very nice. I guess they're only four stars. I guess none of them were five stars. So this is the first five star hotel there. But it looks beautiful. I mean, we stayed at the Art of Marvel Hotel yeah. when we went to Disneyland Paris. And that was like just incredibly done. The artwork was beautiful, mm-hmm. like just very high end rooms. I mean, it's like a deluxe resort. I like Walt Disney World if you're familiar with Deluxe, like on top of that. Like it's like the highest end, you know, probably like Grand Floridian, Grand Californian type levels. Um, but the Disneyland Hotel, the newly remodeled, it's all around like princesses and stuff. It looks even better. Like it looks really absolutely beautiful. Um, Belle is there. You can like uh, meet the princesses there. They had some pictures of Belle like walking around at breakfast and stuff. It looks great. I want to go back and stay there. I mean... You aren't going to have to do too much to get me to go back to Paris. Yeah, but definitely if go back to Disneyland Paris, this would be the hotel I want to stay at. But I will say after Duolingo for probably like six months to a year of of French, you know, all I did not help you. You know, all I remember at this point. What? We. (laughs) We. I was going to say you did Duolingo French and I feel like I interacted more with people in France than you did. You got like. No, I would. They almost, they thought you spoke French. I think you were so good at it. I was decent at the, like at French, but my problem is I do sometimes struggle. Like I feel like there's, I have a minor like hearing difficulty. So if somebody has like an accent, sometimes I have a hard time like hearing the words there. So you did a much better job with like the, some people who like, we're able to speak very nice English, but at yeah. the same time, it was, their accent was too Again, thick. Again, though, I would take it as a compliment because you spoke French and they responded back <laughs> yeah, in fluent French because they thought, wow, she knows French. And then you were just like, and you're like, no, 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 that's, that's all I knew. I, yeah. So. I think I, I do a good job of like hearing like, like the inflection in words when I'm learning them. So like, yeah, yeah I, I'm able to kind of mimic that well, like some sort of like crow or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know why I bring crows in this, but whatever. Because I love birds. Okay. <laughs> Also, Malin and Ming Lee are now doing a meet and greet at DCA, um, and I think that they're there in connection with the new. Well, this the is lunar, the Lunar New yeah, Year the celebration lunar new year. that's at, at Disneyland right yeah. now. Yeah, and so that's going on until February 18th, and it looks really cool. There's a lot of like food booths that look amazing. They started that like right after we went. Yeah, so. we saw the food booths like out. Like, yeah. They had out. yeah. What I think is interesting about this meet and greet, everybody seems to be talking like very positively about this, but it's interesting because. May May is like half human, half red panda form. Like, I kind of love it like, though. Like it's almost like she's dressing up as the panda from turning red as opposed to like being the, the, the panda. No. Okay. So I think. Because she just has like a tail on the ears. Okay. I was going to say, I feel like the ears aren't the same level as the tail. The tail is next level. It is ginormous and fuzzy and it looks legit. It's like, almost like they should sell those. Like it's almost like this is an advertisement. Like they have like the no, Navi No, it is tails, way too good. But like they have like the Navi tails and stuff. Like it almost seems like Disney's going to start selling like the turning red panda like tails and ears. And this is kind of like their could advertisement be. for it. I could see that. I mean, I think that a lot of kids and I'm not gonna lie, I would want to like, like wearing ears. Um, you know, like animal oh, yeah. ears, like yeah, not just like Minnie Mouse this. ears. Yeah. Like, like well, you have like I had a, ears I had a girl in my class today wearing like little cat ears. Um, and so I could see this being a, a large seller. No, I agree. I mean, they, they do this with like Simba and other characters. So I, it is. It was just like an interesting choice because I don't think I've ever we've ever seen like a, they a have Sully's hybrid tail, character. I think too. Yeah, they have they have some of those. But yeah, it was just it was odd because again, it's like she's not it's not the panda, 
and it's not just her it's like this blend it's like an in-between yeah it's, it's so cool. i feel like it's like kind of so you know who she is well there is that exactly. scene in the movie where she like i think she's like, isn't part, she kind like of in arm turns and stuff. yeah like so yeah. it, it kind of fits in with that so. yeah it does and then sticking with disneyland disneyland uh, talked more about the disneyland forward project so this is kind of like the expansion that they've talked about they went in front of like the city of anaheim again and basically what they said is if this gets approved, so they, they basically need like zoning approval is kind of what's holding this up. They are committed to spend like $1.9 billion. Now that's over the next decade. So I think people like see that number and go, Disney's going to spend $2 billion. We're going to get so much, but over 10 years, that's only $190, $200 million a year only. I mean, I know it's a lot of money, but when, it's nothing. but like when Cosmic Rewind costs three or $400 million, yeah. that's, you know, that's it's basically like one year. Yeah. So it, it's not a ton of stuff, but they talked more about this again. You know, some things they've talked about are a frozen land, which they're putting in like every park now. It seems like a land based on Wakanda, Peter Pan. So it seems like basically what they've done in other parks. And I don't know if Wakanda and other places they're talking about potentially coming at Disneyland. So Disney's talked about this. Uh, I don't know, maybe six months or a year ago, they talked about like $60 billion in investment over the next decade and that's across cruise ships and all their parks and stuff so it's good to see that they're still talking about expanding disneyland but who knows what what will come I mean, of it's, this it's more of the blue sky stuff yeah. so um the one thing that i do feel like they have working in their favor is it does seem like part of the reason why the disneyland races left anaheim was there might they might have had some difficulty with the city of anaheim themselves and i feel like i got the sense when we were there that it was sort of like the relationship that they built with the new mayor, sort of. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if that it, was me reading into it. Yeah, I mean, because I think some of it was whenever they were doing Galaxy's Edge, they had too much of the park closed under construction, so they couldn't do it. Then COVID happened. But then after that, yeah, I'm not sure if maybe... Because again, like we talked about in our recap, the half marathon basically takes place through the city of Anaheim. I feel so like there was a guy... If you have issues getting... If you have issues getting like the road closures and stuff like that, it could be a problem. I feel like so, there was a guy next to us in the corral talking, kind of talking, talking, about, talking it. Yeah. about it. So maybe that's part of the reason yeah. why I had but, that. But yeah, but it, it's interesting. So yeah, we'll we'll see ultimately what happens here. But I did see a lot of people running with this of like Disney's building a Frozen in, in Disneyland and Wakanda Land. It's like, to your point, it's blue sky. It's the no. same thing as, hey, they're building in Kanto where Big Thunder Mountain is. Like they're just going to throw this stuff out just to get people excited. But We're who gonna knows? We're going to put in Zootopia. Yeah, who knows what's actually gonna, yeah, what yeah. actually is going to happen. Until they start building it, until it opens, like you don't really know what's going to happen. Right. So. And then also, if you haven't seen Mickey and Minnie's new outfits for Luke Lookout Key, you should check it out. Yeah, so this bright is bright the green. They're beautiful. Yeah, so this is their new island in the Bahamas. And I joked on Instagram like, I wish I got outfits as often as Mickey and Minnie do. Like, it seems like they're always coming out with new outfits. And I love, too, that, like, this, all we need to do is just show Mickey and Minnie in a new outfit and people go nuts over it. I feel like this is one of the few times. Okay, I know a lot of people are like, Minnie is, like, a fashionista. But I feel like Mickey's outfits are always equally as good as hers that's because she's feel, dressing him that's why <laughs> but i feel like minnie's outfit far outshines mickey in this case like i think she looks so good yeah and mickey looks good but she looks so good so go over and check it out if you haven't seen it yet it's awesome yeah definitely just gets you more excited for the new ship the treasure is going to be going to, to the new island lighthouse point so you know just another reason to go there just to see Mickey and Minnie, these these new outfits. Yeah, just get, get your picture hyped. taken. Yeah. All right, so let's jump into our main topic this week. So like I teased at the beginning of the episode, this Disney park in Germany. And so it is not an official Disney park, but we are talking about Europa Park. And it is located in Rust, Germany. And when I found out about this park, I like became so obsessed with it and went down this insane wormhole about it because what I saw was a picture that essentially was a miniature spaceship earth. And I was like, where's this at? Like, and I'm like, this is an amusement park. So you just happen to see a picture. That's how you started researching this. I think I saw like a TikTok or a reel or something of like somebody visiting and being like, Hey, check out this, like rip off Disney park. And I was like, what is this all about? And, the, and I was like, okay, they have like a spaceship earth, whatever. And then the further I got into it, it is basically, I mean, it's like one of the most blatant copies of like everything Disney does. And we'll get into some of this stuff where 
the mascot, the rides, like everything about it is Disney. And it essentially is a Disney park in Germany. And it is actually the most popular park in Europe outside of Disneyland Paris. I was going to say, isn't it ranked up there and like the, you know, the most visited theme parks in the world? Like it's, it's up there with the Disney parks. I feel like you told me this. Yeah. So it's, it's actually in the top 25. It gets about five to 6 million visitors per year. So it's top 25 worldwide. It's actually gets about the same amount of visitors as the studio park in, in Disneyland Paris. So Disneyland, so Disneyland park in Paris gets more obviously, but the studios park gets about the same amount. And it gets about the same amount as Hong Kong Disneyland. So it's on that I mean, level. It's on par yeah. with yeah, some of the with some maybe, of the biggest yeah, yeah. Biggest parks. But it's in Rush, Germany, which is a few hours from Zurich. And so maybe I do want to go on that uh, Adventures by Disney in the Swiss Alps because it's pretty close to that. Yes. Well, um, I mean, whenever you said this, you were like, you were like, I want to I go. go. And I, I, go. I was like, oh, no, Joe has a new obsession. But I can see like after watching some of the ride videos and stuff, I can see why you became obsessed with it. And I, we'll get into the rides and talking about it later. But I can I can understand more now. It's the most where insane. This is coming from. Yeah, it's the most insane thing I've ever seen, I think. Like I, I almost thought. When I don't know. I was we one time it, saw a dog riding a man riding a bike. That was well, that true. was that's pretty true. insane. Like I almost thought it wasn't real. Like when I'm watching the video, I'm like, okay, like no, like this isn't a real thing. Like this isn't a real amusement park. That's because there, like, there's a park somewhere where like it was gonna be a Disney park, and then like Disney pulled the license. And so, like, they kind of half built it. And so, it's like this kind of like faux Disney park, but it's like unofficially licensed. I forget where that is. But so I was like, like the Disfunct Land or something. I feel like it has it. Yeah. Well, I feel like people have done, yeah, yeah, stuff on it. Yeah. I I don't, I don't remember the name of it where it is. But like, so I kind of felt like, is this just like some like weird thing or is it just, just this one little piece like Disney? But no, it's not. And it looks awesome. Like, that's the other thing. It looks, like a f- fun amusement park and really well done. And again, a lot of people go there. So I think they're doing something right. So it's not even just like, Oh, it's like Disney, but it's not as good. Like, it seems like they're doing a lot of stuff really well from what I was able to look at. And I mean, I'll talk about some of their strengths and weaknesses, but from what I can tell, it's not like a generic version. in, in a lot of senses, like no. they build big, I mean, in a way that, you know, how like, We've, I've kind of been a little critical of Disney and say, like, when we go to to Universal, they build big. And so it makes you feel more immersed. Um, some of these rides were, I mean, the theming in them is so strong and so large that it's very, I can imagine it being very immersive. If I sat there and watched a bunch of ride videos, which this is not my thing, and I was not begrudging about having to watch them, that means you were something. entertained in some yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about the park. And again, it's Europa Park. It is open late March, kind of April, um, through early January. So there is a couple months of the year, just because in Germany it does get cold and snow, that it's not open. The kind of whole resort area, because there's a park, there's hotels, there's a water park. It covers about 235 acres. Disneyland Resort is about 500 acres. Epcot's about 300. So just to kind of give you a size comparison... There's a hundred attractions in it, um, and then it includes six hotels. So five are kind of on site with the main resort, and then there's a water park, a sixth hotel, and a spa at a nearby site. And the history of this, which also kind of led to my intrigue of this, is it's owned by the family that owns Mac Rides. Which, if you are somebody who like is real into amusement park rides and roller coasters and stuff. You've probably heard the name Mac. If you haven't, some of the rides they built, so they've built 156 roller coasters to date. The the Mac rides company actually started in 1780, but they built a lot of like wild mouse rides. So Goofy Sky School at DCA, they built that one. They also built Slinky Dog Dash. So they've, oh, they've wow, yeah. built a couple of roller coasters that Disney has. Manta and Journey to Atlantis, which is at SeaWorld in Orlando. And they also built Flight of the Hippogriff uh, at Universal Studios. And at the new Epic Universe Park, there's the, the racing roller coasters. That's a Mac uh, roller coaster as well. So they've, they've built a lot of um, 
roller coasters in the Orlando area and a couple over, you know, at Disneyland. And that's just a few of them. Again, they've built 156. A lot of them are international. Um, but those are some big ones that you've done. How this happened. So again, the company started in 1780. So this is a few generations in, but Roland Mack came to the U S in 1972, which if, if you know anything about Disney history, magic kingdom opened in 1971. Now, I looked up. I could not find anywhere that said he went to Disney World <laughs> or Disneyland. But I find it interesting that a year after Disney World opens, he goes to America and he comes back and he says, we need to start an amusement park. And then he makes an amusement park that basically then copies everything Disney does. So I could not could not find anywhere that he was at Disney, but it seems very coincidental. It is very interesting because nowadays it's very tempting to be like oh well he just looked it up no 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 the internet did not exist like he would have probably had to go have gone or at least he knew of someone that knew enough about it that could explain it to him but i feel like he had to go like let's just picture that he went because otherwise in my mind yeah he had to yeah i feel like that you can't quite understand the grandeur of disney unless you've been there and i'm sure you know, it wasn't the same level it is, as it is now. But at the same time, in 1972, the level of grandeur was appropriate for the time. Yeah. And, and I think in his mind, like it made sense because, again, the family business was building attractions for amusement parks and for theme parks. By the way, what a cool family business. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. You just design rides all day. And they have like, there's a YouTube channel where they have, um, like, they'll show off their prototypes. Like, apparently there was a rumor I was telling you about recently that Universal Studios is looking at, a like, a Legend of Zelda attraction. Oh, man, I hope so. And they're, they're, the, the rumor is that they're going to use this, like... <laughs> <laughs> Zelda, it makes the weirdest noises, the Zelda game. But apparently the rumor is they're going to use this new ride system that's, like, a a boat ride that can then go into a, it's like on a roller coaster track that can then go on a roller coaster, but it's made by Mac rides and there's a video of it on their YouTube channel. You can see it. It looks uh, pretty cool. I was going to say, it's like one of the rides that they have. I'm sure that they will dull it up, but they have a ride that is a, somewhat a roller coaster that is a boat ride. Yeah. I think this is like a next generation of it yeah. because it's on a track and you can actually then like, like they show some examples where like you're in the water and then a sea monster comes out. And so the boat stops. And eats you. <laughs> that that would be, be awesome. Well, yeah, that's maybe coming. But the, the monster comes out. And actually then like the car can back up because you can like retreat from it and then move forward because it's on a track. So you can do a lot of cool stuff with it. But again, so they, they build this stuff. So I think, you know, in his mind, it's like, hey, let's build our own park so that we can showcase what we're building and then try to sell people on it. So like... It makes sense, you know, like, hey, amusement parks are becoming a big thing. Theme parks are becoming a big thing. Let's get into this. It kind of, you know, is uh, there's some synergies here, corporate synergies. So I kind of see where they're coming from. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, I feel like if you make a nice ride for somebody else, then you can just be like, that was a pretty cool ride that we designed there. We changed it a little bit. I mean, is there is there like copywriting on roller coasters? Well, I have to imagine they would own the copyright to the ride system. You know, either they're, if they developed it, they're, they either have a patent or a copyright on it. I think it's more patents. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, no, I, I mean, have no idea. You can't do like the IP and stuff like is, is copywritten, but like the rod mechanics are, are there. So, so they opened in July 12th of 1975. So three years after his trip to the United States, they had 250,000 visitors that first year. So kind of in half a year. And I looked up, I was like, is that good? Like what did Disney do? Like today's, you know, that's not great if you get 250,000 visitors, you know, in, in half a year. I was like, well, what did Disney do? So Magic Kingdom did 400,000 guests the first month. So it wasn't great by any means because it, it did less than what Magic Kingdom did in a month. But they didn't have the, like, the rapport that Walt Disney had. Exactly, exactly. They hit a million guests by their third year. Um, and now, again, like we talked about, they're in the top 25. So they're doing well, but it was a little bit of a slower ramp up than yeah something like disney which had disneyland so people knew it was, to your point it's a known property when walt disney world opens that's why four hundred thousand people went, right you know in the first month all right now getting into the, something like the resort a little bit so they have hotels all the hotels are four-star hotels and 
I'm going to let you read the names because they are, <laughs> I don't do well with pronunciations and these are like foreign names, um, but they're all like super well-themed high-end hotels. I looked at prices. They are very expensive. So again, these are like, I mean, it's four star, it's deluxe. So if you're going to go, especially during the busy time, I mean, you are going to spend a decent chunk of money to stay on site. Um, but some of these have some, like some pretty cool themes to them. Yeah. So there is... Kronosar, which is a museum hotel. So it um, on their website, it said it invites you into a natural history museum and lets you walk in the footsteps of famous adventurers. So that sounds like very exciting. And it is next to the water park. Yeah, this one probably looks the coolest. Well, now I say that and I remember there's another one a little bit later on this list that I actually think might be the cooler, coolest. But yeah, this this one is definitely one of like the the higher end ones in terms of like design and aesthetic, at least on the outside. I will say a lot of the rooms look somewhat basic. Like the rooms maybe aren't as super themed as like the outside of the hotel on a lot of these. Um, but yeah, but like this one, like the hotel design and stuff is probably one of the top ones. Yeah. And then the next one, really hard pronunciation here is bell rock yeah i got that one so this one's a new england themed hotel and <laughs> interestingly pronunciation interestingly this one has a two-star michelin restaurant so angela your dream has always been to eat at a michelin restaurant it, it is one of them i don't we really can, like high-end food but i, but I ha- still want to yeah, go but we can check this off the list i feel if like we it go has visit to be park. i feel like it has to be a gordon ramsay restaurant because i well i no, have such an affinity not, oh, for oh, the gordon, gordon ramsay yeah but yeah, this one's a two-star Michelin restaurant. It is Amelie. Yeah, yeah, good job. The Lighthouse Restaurant, and it's in the the Bell Rock New England Hotel. I always think it's really funny though when you see these like Michelin star restaurants. They have these giant plates, and then there's like a mouthful of food on them. It looks oh, like you, it would feed a mouse. You don't go there to actually like eat. <laughs> you don't go there to eat. You but go listen, there for like the experience and just I'm to spending, say I ate at a Michelin star restaurant. If I'm spending like a hundred dollars for a plate. I should not have to stop at McDonald's after or something. Yeah, and it's very like different food choices. Like it's not things that like I feel like I would want to eat. I feel like there are a couple things so that I would eat that are higher end. Like I would eat a scallop. I feel like. Yeah, it's more than that. I mean, it's like I feel like some of these places. Like it's like rabbit duck. and duck. Yeah, no, it's that you. sort of stuff. Yeah. No. I mean, it sounds cool. Maybe we'll have to give it a try, but I'd have to look at the menu first to make sure that I'd actually eat something on it. Yeah. All right. Moving on. I think I can get this next one. It is Colosso, which is... Colosseo. Col- <sighs> See, I thought I had it and I didn't. Colosseo. I can't I can't read or pronounce words. So this one is uh, Italian. And then there's a Santa Isabel, which is a Portugal-themed hotel. So a lot of their stuff is like themed around countries, around the park too. Um, and then they have two that are spanish themed you want to try these ones no i don't want to try are you these. sure yes but but this next one well i guess yeah give, give it a try give it a try castillo nope castillo okay. alcazar uh, yep castillo alcazar Good. yeah so this this one i think when i was mentioning the other one looks really cool this one's a medieval castle this one i think might be the coolest one i think if i'm going to stay at any of them it's either the medieval castle or the museum hotel because those two look the coolest so the last hotel that is Spanish theme is El Andalus. So I was just like kind of thinking if this place has a hundred attractions, how many days do you think we could knock out that whole park? I in? mean, I think a couple of days. I mean, like there, there's a hundred, but I think a lot of them are like probably not as impressive rides. Yeah. Like there's, I think a dozen roller coasters there, but you know, a lot of stuff like Disney, like magic kingdom has 70 attractions, but it's like, you have Dumbo, you have, you know, the magic carpets of Aladdin and like one other one that are like all the same. That's ride. all the exact same. Well, ride. the Astro yeah. Orbiters are pretty much yeah, the that, same. Yeah, the Astro Orbiters. Yeah, that, that's the other one. So that are all the same. But I think you probably need a couple of days in the park. You probably want a day at the water park and the water park's mostly indoors, which is nice. The spa looks pretty nice. So I would think you'd want three or four days. Now I was mentioning like, again, it is a little bit like more expensive. So I looked up just like a Monday to Friday in June. And if you wanted to stay at the, um, one of the hotels, get four day tickets to Europa park and a day ticket to the water park, it was about $2,200 
U.S. So you're basically staying, um, you're basically staying four nights, five days, and going to a park every day, and it's twenty two hundred dollars. So, I mean, not awful, you know. I mean, compared <laughs> really to like, a strong endorsement there. No, I mean, because you figure if you say it like Walt Disney World, I mean, you're going to pay a lot for tickets. I think what it is yeah. is the park tickets are cheaper because I looked at some of the hotels and they range for like five four nights they range between like twelve hundred and two thousand dollars so you know you're looking at maybe like a thousand dollars for tickets which again for two you know isn't too bad um but yeah like twelve hundred you know two thousand dollars for a hotel is is pretty expensive you're looking at like five hundred dollars a night again you're kind of at the the higher end there but moving on to the mascot so again, this is like it. This is where it just starts getting crazy. Their this is mascot, where it's off the rails. It's their, off the rails. Their mascot is a mouse. Yeah, I mean he. <laughs> they said, but, Disney has Mickey Mouse. But, we are making Ed. But you're a oh, mouse. Oh, I was just gonna say, but but the problem is they did not have Lily and Disney to be like. No, Mortimer is a terrible name because they just went with Ed. They went with Ed. You're a mouse, and he has been around since the park opened in 1975. He has he's he's much more like mouse like like he looks like an he, actual mouse. No, he looks exactly like the new version of the Chuck E. Cheese mouse. Yeah, he does. Like he, I think no, I think the Chuck E. Cheese mouse looks like Ed because Ed's been around longer, longer. But I'm just yeah. But I'm saying if he, he looks more like Chuck E. Cheese than he does yeah than Mickey. Mickey. But he typically wears like a blue suit and a top hat. Uh, there's like a a statue of him at the park entrance more recently he has this more casual look of like a yellow t-shirt so he's like a couple <laughs> different vibes but he's more it's it feels like a, like a duffy and friends type situation where he has this like crew with him he's got a crew so in a well, di- i don't know mickey has a crew yeah but it's except a- for one of his crewmates like hates him secretly but it's like it's like yeah, but it's like the Fab Five, whereas I feel like... So, no. Yeah, it's more like the Fab Five. I like that. No, no, no. Like Mickey. Mickey and his friends are like... They're, they're the Fab oh, Five. Yeah, I yeah. thought you were talking about Netflix, like the Netflix show. No, no, no. Like Mickey and them, like they're more... You know, people are like, oh, it's like the Fab Five. I feel like... Because they were all released kind of like individually and then kind of teamed up because they were the original. Whereas like Duffy and friends, it's like here's Duffy and all of his friends. I feel like... Well, some of the, they with were released. Ed, it's kind of like that. Some of them were released individually with Duffy, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. But it's like Duffy and Friends. They're like a collection. Or I feel like with Ed, it's kind of like that. <laughs> it is funny that his name is Ed. <laughs> because every time you say Ed, I feel like you know, like on the YouTube uh, video of this episode, you need to throw up the picture of Ed the hyena. Oh, I was thinking. I was thinking Ed from Our Flag Means Death. Id. Oh, Id. Id. But no, I'm Taika Waititi. I mean, this is this is a Disney podcast, so I was thinking of the hyena. But yes, yeah. also it. But but so he has friends, and again, I, they're kind of like they do more stuff together. Where so that's why I think it's more of like a Duffy and Friends situation. So in addition to Ed, you're a mouse. There is the female counterpart, <laughs> Edda. I, like you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> and now I don't know. This is what I need to know. What's going on with Ed and Edda? Are they friends? Are they married? Are they related? Like, are they brother or sister? Are they, they longtime boyfriend and girlfriend who aren't married like Mickey and Minnie? I don't know. Like, like where is the lore behind them? Like, this is the thing. I I spent I spent hours. I was going to say days. Wait. Finish your thought. And then I have to, I have to talk about something real fast. No, but I, I was going to say, I spent hours looking up the lore like, what is the lore behind these? What's their backstory? Where do these people come from? I couldn't find anything. The best I could find was there's like a, a kids club that you can join that basically like Ed and all of his friends are like the mascots for, but it's only in German or French. So it didn't help me in any way because there wasn't like an English version of the site, but I need the lore. Like you I need the history go, behind you these You needed people. to go deep in undercover. You needed to do three years worth of Duolingo French or, or german in in a few days 
And then you should be able to report on that. I think so I I'm just, disappointed. I in think you. I need to just like copy it into Google Translate. I think it might be easier. Uh, but, but yeah. No, I like my method. But better. go ahead. What were you going to say? Okay. So I was going to say, speaking of, you know, you were talking about the relationship between Ed and Etta. And it made me think of Jennifer's interaction with Daisy and how Daisy, she asked her why she was in front of Donald on the, the race medal. And Daisy was literally like, uh, because I don't want to marry him, basically. <laughs> she was like pointing to her finger like, I'm running away. And I was just like, dang, these women have commitment issues. But it was really funny. Yeah. But also, Donald's a catch. So, Daisy, you need to get it straight. But either way, we have no idea where Ed and Etta stand. Could no. be brother and sister. Could be cousins. Could be married. Could be boyfriend, girlfriend. They might not even know each other. Who knows? <laughs> I, I think I they think do. They know. I think they know each other. Well, hang on. Wait, is her last name Euromousy or Euromouse? Yes. So, she has a different last name. I think we're uncovering a little bit. I think bit. we're solving this. You're, you're, unless, you're piecing the clues together here. Unless there's something in their language that they have a different ending for the same last name for be. male Who and knows? female. Who knows? I don't know. In addition, they have a French rooster named Louis. I, I'm guessing Ooh, you pronounce it Louis. Very well done. Yeah, that's what I think. It, and how do you know he's French? It's because he's basically wearing like the French flag I was, colors. I was going to say he's smoking. No, <laughs> he's, he's not, not smoking. But um, and then they have... Um, yeah, go with. Yeah, how about this one? Bockley? That's, that's how I'd say it. Who is a Swiss goat. <laughs> and then they have an elephant. So, what are you going to name the elephant? Eurofant. Uh, Eurofant. They, just, they put Euro in everything. Well, I think it's because. Euro so, moose? Eurofant? So, this is the interesting part that I've been thinking about as you've been talking about this. They're, uh, one of the big conceits of their park is. They have an interesting like celebration of Europe. Oh, it's all it's all Europe. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is very much like celebrating the different aspects. I mean, they have a of world the different countries. But it's they. Basically a world but showcase. I was thinking they have a world showcase prior to Epcot because Epcot, uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, had Epcot had Epcot been built yet? Yes. I don't know that they had their world showcase when they opened, though. Is what I'm saying. The world yeah, showcase could not. have come. Later. after epcot kind of like when they built their spaceship earth and everything <laughs> like they've been expanding and adding a lot of countries but you're right but it's it's basically the yeah. park what came first the chicken or the egg I th the I'm, louis or the i'm <laughs> guessing i'm guessing epcot came um but there's a whole a division it's called mac media which is like this whole animation arm of the company which does like all the artwork for these characters they're in cartoons they have um games there's an app uh, on like an iOS game called Mystery Maze of Balthasar Castle. I downloaded it and played it because, again, I was looking for any piece of lore <laughs> and backstory on these characters that I could get. I, I, we were on the plane to Disneyland, and I look over, and Joe is playing this game, and I go, what is wrong with you? You don't play phone games. Yeah, well, I found out a lot of stuff. So it's a puzzle game. It gets pretty boring pretty fast. There are 51 levels to it. I think I got through like four or five. It's weird. It's like you do this. It's like, made for kids, bro. You do like this like crane like thing where you have to like put blocks in a path so, so that Ed and all his friends can get across the path. And then it's like a maze where you have to get them out. They all have special powers. So um, what does the chicken ba have? Bockley, he can use a little pocket knife. To fill holes with concrete, so why, why everybody would he else use his can horns get over them? or something. No, he has to pick up a pocket knife. Um, <laughs> in his hooves. The uh, does he have fingers in the game? I, I don't know. It's, it's so tiny. Um, Louis, uh, the rooster, he has a shield, so he can pr protect you from like little arrows shooting at you. Um, the elephant obviously uses his trunk to like put out fire, and then like Ed pulls levers. And I don't think Ed is in it. Probably not. I don't think she was. Maybe. Maybe later in the game she shows up, but there's this like steampunk crow who has like captured you. He's called the Night Grabber. But basically, basically that's <laughs> that's what it is. Is you do this crane mission, and then there's like a maze that you have to get, you have to get everybody out of, and then it just keeps going. And there's 51 levels of that, but nothing happens. Like I didn't get any history on them. I wanted I wanted the backstory, but you can download that game if you want it. And I believe there's a ride based off of it or if it's not based off of that there's definitely a ride with like all of the characters in the park and again mac media makes like all the animation and stuff for that um but just absolutely incredible so we've been talking a lot about the attractions 
So let's kind of get into the park and the attraction. So there are 19 themed lands. So they are pretty small though, because you got to figure again, this park is about the size of Epcot. It's smaller than Epcot. Can so, I can I interrupt you for one second? Sure. You, we did leave off the important fact that Ed does do character meet and greets. Oh, they all do character meet. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. But yeah. he um he does breakfasts. He drives a car around the park. He has a show in the Italian Quarter, and he says goodbye to the, the, to the guests when he's they a very busy exit. guy. Yeah, he's like a very busy mouse. Um, so I mean, he's pretty he's pretty um active, and also just like Mickey, he has some very scary looking origins. Like oh, if you does. find the yeah, early the pictures of yeah. him, yeah. they're nightmare fuel. Yeah, they are. Okay, sorry. I just no, you're right. But, but they're all. But Ed, all of his friends, everybody's out there. Louis, the Eurofont, Etta, they're all out hanging out. <laughs> the Eurofont. I, I like how you kind of added a little. Yeah, I made them French. You I don't know. think the elephant's French though. <laughs> um, but so there's 19 theme lands. So again, like some of these are pretty small, um, but they have, I mean, I kid you not, an adventure land. Where have you heard the term adventure land before, Angela? No, I don't think I've ever heard of it. Before. Okay, exactly. They have a Grimm's fairy tale forest. Oh, they have uh, Minnie Moy's kingdom. So this is like a kids area, and then they have just a bunch of countries. So they have Germany area. They have an English area, French, Greek, Dutch, Irish, Icelandic, Italian, Liechtenstein, Luxembourg, Austrian, Portuguese, Russian, Swiss, Scandinavian, and Spanish. Um, so again, to your point, kind of like a world showcase, but again, some of these are like but pretty small are, areas. Yeah, I was going to say like Luxembourg and Liechtenstein are two countries that I don't think most people think about on the regular basis. Oh, I want to go to Luxembourg though, because Luxembourg has a restaurant called the Food Loop Restaurant that delivers your food on a roller coaster. <laughs> That's almost as good as the, uh, as like the lift that they had in Australia oh, in the so airport. it's so much better. You got to look up videos of this. It comes out and it does a roller coaster through the whole restaurant and brings you your food in a bag. I don't know if your food is any good. Is any good if it's <laughs> spilled out everywhere, but I don't care. It comes on a roller coaster. That is Luxembourg's claim to fame in Europa Park, and I'm all here for so it. So here's my question: Why is it Luxembourg? Is does is that is anybody, that a thing? Do in we Luxembourg? have listeners in Luxembourg? Can you tell me? Do you just have does, roller coaster? Do, food yeah. Do you have roller? Do you have roller coaster food restaurants? Do all does all of the food in Luxembourg get delivered via roller coaster? Is that like their DoorDash? Yeah. Oh my god. Their DoorDash is just a roller coaster. Yeah, like Amazon comes, but instead of that, it's a tiny train. Yeah. I would love this. All right, we're gonna play a fun game, Angela. Okay. Okay. We're gonna play a game where I describe rides to you and you tell me if you think they are disney rides or europa park rides okay is both an answer the ones i'm describing to you you have to tell me what you think they are okay okay and our listeners and our viewers on youtube feel free to play along see how many you get right okay so i'm gonna describe some things to you sleeping beauty castle rapunzel Cinderella. Do you think those are things that you see in Europa Park or in a Disney Park? This is a trick question. I feel like, I mean, aren't they all Grimm's fairy tales? And didn't you tell I'm me that they have you. a Grimm's land? Okay. I feel like it's a both. You're right. It technically is both, but the, I'm talking about Europa Park. So there you can see Rapunzel. You can see Cinderella and they have a Sleeping Beauty castle. I get you can't make this stuff up. It gets better and better <laughs> as time goes on here. What does their castle look like? Not nowhere near. It's very small. So yeah. The, well, the, wait. I mean, Sleeping Beauty isn't Sleeping Beauty Castle small? No, it but smaller? it's yeah. It's so it is in this this Grimm's fairy tale forest, which again kind of seems more of like a kids area. Okay. Like, like Rapunzel and Cinderella, from what I could tell, they're just like statues. It's not even like a meet and greet thing. Like it seems like this is just kind of like. A forest where they have... Or Ed Euromouse stole their souls and they've turned in... Whoa, is that some stuff that Ed does? <laughs> I think we should build the lore. You know what? We should. The lore's not out there. We're going like to fill the gap. He's gonna... like Medusa. You look at him and he turns you to stone. And those were actual We need to people. start our Ed fan fiction <laughs> and then have Europa Park send cease and desist letters. We still know who we are, though. We need, yeah, we need to start filling the, the lore from Ed. Um, but yeah, but it seems well, like... Well, no, maybe it'll just inspire them to write stuff so that we know, like, I'm in sure English. it's out there. I just... 
Can't we just couldn't it. find it, yeah. But yeah, it seems like it's just like very just like small little like vignettes of stuff. Yeah, so okay. yeah, it's not not anything like too grand or anything like that. Okay. All right. So now I'm going to start describing things to you. So it's a flying theater attraction which has guests suspended in the air as they traverse some of Europe's most famous landmarks. Well, until you said Europe's, I was going to say that's Soren. So I'm well, going to Soren goes through some of Europe's most famous you, landmarks. It does some, but it goes more worldwide. So I'm going to go. This I said is, some of Europe's most famous landmarks, though. I didn't say exclusively. Uh, I said some. All right, I'll, I'll 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 say Disney. No, it is Europa Park. So this is Voltarium is the name of this. It's a flying theater attraction. Oh, because Voltaire was into flying machines. Uh, sure, but it it takes you. It is basically Soren. There you go. But that's that's. Or the description I made that up. I have no idea. Yeah, that's that's the description of it. All right. So so far, it's all been Europa Park. So the next one is a boat ride as you accompany pirates on a journey to find lost treasure. That is Europa Park. Why do you think that? Why is it not Disney? Well, is there not a boat ride where you accompany pirates? Well, I I feel like you left treasure? out the undead part because Disney. Well, but maybe I'm just not being that specific. Well, I also watched a ride video where I know that they have a pirate. It is 100% Europa Park. So they have a Pirates in Batavia. The official kind of tagline of this is accompany Bartholomew's von Robinmond on his search for the mythical dagger of Batavia, the fire tiger. Legend has it that whoever owns the dagger of Batavia is invulnerable. No wonder then that not only van Robinmond is after the dagger. Oh, incredible! Where did you find this description at? On Europa Park's website. Mm. I, I, I'm telling you, I went deep. I went deep for this because but, I tried to find this, and it wasn't on their Wikipedia page, which you would think that they would have just copied and pasted it off of Europa Parks. No, yeah. So because I was trying to find the backstory for that ride, because I was like, I don't know what's going on here, yeah. but it's cool. But they have a Pirates of the Caribbean ride, and I believe this is the one that caught fire like i think it, yes, caught, it fire. caught fire in 2018 and, they and then it. in 2020 they rebuilt it yeah and it shows because this ride is speaking of fire straight fire yeah we'll, is- we'll show if if you're listening to this on just audio and you want to see some videos you can look them up obviously but we will show them on the youtube version so go to enchanted ears podcast on youtube and we'll play some of the kind of the ride clips as we're talking about it yeah, but it is it is incredible. The speaking like this, whenever I said that some of the um like the scenery and stuff is is just humongous, the scenery of this ride is the most beautiful scenery I think I've seen on a ride. Um, I I didn't know what the story was, but it was just really cool and very grand and kind of interesting. So it's they are Batavia is the historical name of Jakarta, which is in Indonesia. Okay. So that's where they are for this. Um, but yeah, it's just a really cool looking ride. Right. But anyway, back to your game. We're not done yet. We're back still we're still going. There's more to play on this game. All right. A large geodesic sphere that houses <laughs> an attraction that takes place mostly in the dark. Am I in Europa Park? Or am I at a Disney Park? Well, I mean, I don't know. Didn't you mention Spaceship Earth? They have some sort of like a copy. So I feel like the answer to this is Europa Park. I am at Europa Park. (laughs) So they have a ride called the Eurostat Can Can. And that is in their Spaceship Earth kind of domed attraction. So it is like a mix of Spaceship Earth and Space Mountain because it's a, a roller coaster type ride within Spaceship Earth. There's like actual like scenes in it though. Like Space Mountain's obviously in the dark. Like yeah. there's some scenes. So it's kind of more like Yeah, we have a ride video this one too. Yeah, it's it's kind of more like um like rock and roller coaster or like cosmic rewind where like you're going past and it's it's kind of just like they're very like plywood. Quick. Yeah, like they're very I quick. I and wanted to call them cardboard, but they're not made out of cardboard. Yeah. But like, like, like you're just kind of going through some. It's scenes. quick, and they're like black lit, so they're yeah. They have like um like bright paint on them. Yeah, but it, it's it's themed. The outside of it is like a replica of the Moulin Rouge in France. 
So that's why they're doing the can can because that's like the the so famous wait. dance of the Moulin Rouge. So it's a less intense roller coaster, but basically the can can is playing. So you go so, up and you spin down as you start going faster. That the music's playing faster till you get to the end. It's so, pretty cool. So is the um is the entrance to the ride is the underneath Moulin Rouge. the the geodesic? Sphere? Yeah. So so, so it is not. It's basically it's not like Spaceship Earth where the the ball is completely elevated and you can walk underneath it. It's basically like half of it. So like, yeah. it's more of a dome. They're like, eh, good enough. <laughs> it's more of a dome than a sphere. So yeah, so like the, the entrance to the queue of the ride is the Moulin Rouge and then the ride's in there. And again, the can-can music, as it starts speeding up, you start speeding up. Um, pretty cool. <laughs> but we're at Europa Park. I, I, again, I want to go, I want to ride this. It's amazing. All right, next one. An Omnimover attraction traveling through a large haunted estate that includes a scene of ghosts at a dinner table. <laughs> I'm going to say that this answer is Europa Park, but it's both. I was looking for Europa Park. Yes, we are at Europa Park. So they <laughs> well, have an attraction. Like the world's easiest game show. They have a, an attraction called Ghost Castle. The seats even look like doom buggies. I mean, it, they 100% it is haunted like mansion. The interesting thing about this is it is like, I don't know how to put it. Like it's trying to be a little bit scarier than haunted mansion, but it's not like there's can, a lot more you? like ghosts and stuff popping out, but it also feels like more well lit. So, than haunted mansion. so to me, cause we're getting a little bit ahead cause we watched some ride videos, but to me, this is a cluster and, yeah, there's a lot going on in this one. And um, they, yeah, they have like the dancing scene. They have a graveyard scene, but it's very small. But it's like an amalgamation of animatronic haunted house gags for me. Yes, yes. Um, So like it maybe translates better in person, but I doubt that. There's only one it's... way to find out. <laughs> and that's to go. It's yeah. the only way to find. I want to ride it. Yeah, I want like to ride everything small. there. This one does not, to me, feel grand. This one, to me, feels very thrown together. Yeah, it it doesn't look like it would maybe be great, but nonetheless, now that I know it exists, I have to ride it. I have to ride all of these. Like, I want to ride the can can ride so many times because I can can can. All right, this is our last one here. Let's see if you can get this correct. It's a tough one. Board a boat as a witty skipper leads you through the jungle as you travel to see the eighth wonder of the world. I'm going to go with Europa Park. Incorrect. It's Disney, but that's Jungle only Cruise. because Europa Park closed their jungle raft ride. Oh, man. See, I thought I was being clever there. No, that one is that one's Disney. So Europa Park had a jungle raft ride. There was no skipper to it. You got on a boat. You went through it. They closed that due to um, issues with like cultural depictions on that. <laughs> so, so they, de- they decided. Like Jungle Cruise? Yeah, so they decided to close it, and it's now, it's like reopening in like phases. So it's a the Josephina's Magical Imperial Journey, and it, it opened, but it has, like they basically just reopened it and took all the jungle themes stuff out. And so now it's just kind of like a boat ride on the water, and there's some like fountains. So it's not really that mm. exciting. But I believe the plan is to like, redo all the rod and that's going to be coming out like in another year or two well i hope they redo it like they did the pirate one yeah so so you would have been correct it would have been europa park but it's disney because europa park closed the rod so yeah most of the stuff again there's a pirates ride there's a haunted mansion ride there's a ride in a sphere there was a jungle cruise ride there's a mouse as a mascot like it's just, he does, it, it's he does meet and greets. It's insane. Some additional rides, like I said, they have like roller coasters and some other stuff. A couple of the other rides that look pretty cool is there's a ride called Whale Adventures where you mm-hmm. get to see the northern lights. It's in the Icelandic section and it looks like really well detailed. It's not really anything like that exciting. You're, it's just kind of like on the, on the water. You can shoot water at targets and then it ends with whales and then you guessed it, the northern lights. 
because it's called Whale Adventures Northern Lights. And it, you kind of just like go through this cave and you, you see the Northern Lights. This is one I want to see in person. I And this is one that I thought was interesting in that like, so you the, there are targets that you can hit. If Disney would have done this, they would have had a reason to have you shooting at some right. sort of a target. There would have been like, yeah, some sort of backstory to right. it. Yeah. Uh, some of the other rides, they have a Blue Fire Mega Coaster, which goes zero to about 62 miles an hour in 2.5 seconds. Uh, also in the Icelandic section. In Greece, they have Atlantis Adventures, which is a laser shooter ride. Um, and they also have a Poseidon water coaster. So this is kind of the one that's like a roller coaster, goes into the water, um, kind of like that hybrid kind of ride mechanism there yeah and again with that grease one it's like why are we in atlanta shooting at things under the water and then like unlike the whale watching ride though that one seemed kind of strange i don't know if i was missing something because it was a video some of the elements didn't even seem interactive like it seemed very difficult for the people who were trying to like hit some of the targets to even yeah. tell if they t they hit them because they didn't really do anything when you did um but they did have a cool mixture of like screens and animatronics in that and some of them were pretty big so i liked that part but um that was cool and then like the, with the poseidon one again really like an interesting ride love the ride mechanisms for that but i'm not entirely sure why the boat comes up out of the water like is that like a Greek don't mythology overthink thing? it don't overthink it it's amazing it's all amazing we're gonna go I already booked a trip not really <laughs> that'll be awesome. but I'm half serious because it is now on my list that I need to go visit this park at some point in the near future I need to just experience it all for myself it is amazing so I, will I mean I feel like yeah yeah I think it it would be a blast to go and see this park even because i even if i'm going to sit there and pick, pick the rides apart because they don't have clear backstories they still look like they'd be fun rides and again disney rides have backstories but like they're not overt either maybe the backstories are there we just don't know them yet. Well, we're that's, that's kind of what I was thinking. I never knew Big them. Thunders. Or exactly. I didn't realize you were like dead in if, if you watch, a couple of the big yeah, rides. If you watch a ride video on the internet, you're not going to know what the Disney backstory is. We're going to learn it when we go. Ed will tell us. We're going to be best friends. Ed. Ed's going to tell us everything we need to know. So I leave it up to the listeners. Let us know. Head over to our Instagram, at Enchanters Podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, let us know in the comments. Do you think there is a Disney park in Germany because I think there is Europa park is basically a Disney park, but that wraps up the show for this week. I want to thank everybody again for listening. If you've not done so, please leave us a rating or a review subscribe wherever you get your podcast. It really helps. And we really appreciate it. Thanks for letting us your ears. Have a great week, everybody. And we'll see you here next Monday. Bye-bye.